Day 13, you guys, we are here for day 13 of the 21 day pelvic health challenge. Yeah. And today we're chatting about general physical activity, something that we all know is really important. And truthfully, we could probably all use a little bit more of. The reason I wanted to chat specifically about this topic today was because the pelvic floor in women may be the only area of our body where the positive effect of physical activity has ever been questioned. And that's because we know for so many reasons why physical activity and exercise is so important for us. It's important for our mental health, our physical health, for rehab, um, prehabilitation, the like the sleep the honestly the things are endless and I could just keep talking here but there is some thought out there or there has been some thought out there that it can be detrimental to our pelvic floor and so a lot of studies have been done to kind of figure this out and In terms of some of the results, some of it has said that there might be some evidence that with strenuous exercise, there might be some worsening of a pelvic organ prolapse or a pelvic floor dysfunction. And what this really comes down to, you guys, I want just from the get-go to give you Cole's notes, physical activity is actually really good. And we're going to chat more about it. And it's really good for your pelvic health. Really, really good. You want to be active and we're going to chat all about why. When it comes to strenuous and vigorous and challenging exercise and why that could potentially be a bit harmful to your pelvic floor, it's actually not about the exercise itself. It is about how that exercise is being performed. So we have already chatted about this on our pelvic health challenge to date. We talked about intra-abdominal pressure. We talked about that constant strain or that heavy strain on the poor pelvic floor. If you're doing things strenuously, holding your breath, holding tension, not regulating the pressure. And a lot of the times the dysfunction or the pelvic floor risks that happen with physical activity, it's actually more because of those things. So the breath holds, the pressure, and all of the things we just talked about. So if you are someone, a woman who enjoys doing very vigorous exercise or an intensity that's very strenuous, that's okay. You guys, there is no reason to demonize any exercise. There's no reason to demonize any frequency or intensity of exercise because it's really and truly about how you do it and making sure that you're performing it correctly. So if you're someone who loves CrossFit, if you love weightlifting, if you love powerlifting, go for it, but just make sure you're working with someone. If you have issues, who can help make sure that you're optimizing your public health and not causing any issues. So that's my little disclaimer at the beginning. But above that, physical activity, amazing for your pelvic health in general and for your body in general. We know research actually shows us that those people who don't necessarily do pelvic floor exercises specifically, if they increase or have a positive amount of physical activity in their life, they have stronger pelvic floors than their counterparts, their sedentary counterparts. So we know that regular exercisers, regardless of what that exercise is, whether it's Pilates or yoga or kickboxing or CrossFit, we know that their pelvic floors tend to be stronger than sedentary counterparts. So this means physical activity is good and we want to do it. 
Another thing that we can't miss or skip talking about when we're chatting about general exercise and physical activity, and that is about weight. So there is, and when I say weight, I'm referring more to fat. Okay. So we do know that obesity, if you are someone that's dealing with incontinence, let's use the example of incontinence, so leaking urine, we know that obesity is a risk factor for incontinence, which means obesity can lead to incontinence. We also know that weight gain is actually an independent risk factor. And what I mean by that is I'm actually going to give you some of the stats from a study that was done that is just fascinating. And what this study found was that a five to 10 kilogram increase in weight after the age of 18 actually increased the risk of weekly incontinence by 44% as compared to women who maintain their weight within the two kilogram irrespective of where they started in terms of the weight, irrespective of where that weight started. That was gaining five to 10 kilograms. Gaining 30 kilograms after the age of 18 increased the risk of incontinence weekly by fourfold. That is huge. So not only do we know that weight gain is an independent risk factor, there's research that shows that losing weight, and again, we're talking about losing excess fat here, not losing too much weight. It's actually curative. So what that means is weight loss leads to significant improvements in incontinence symptoms, independent of all other factors. So that's really huge, you guys. So we know physical activity is good for our general pelvic health, our pelvic floor strength, how it functions. But we also know if we have an excess of body weight and we are someone dealing with pelvic floor issues, that reducing that weight through physical activity and obviously diet and nutrition as well is curative. So that's a really important factor to know. And that's a really important reason to include physical activity in your life. Not that there's already a gazillion other important reasons to do so. Now, in terms of what you should be doing in terms of physical activity, if you haven't looked up the food guide, or not the food guide, the physical activity guide, honestly, our Canadian physical activity guide is great. So essentially what it says is that you should be accumulating 150 minutes of moderate to vigorous aerobic activity every week. You should be doing like strengthening, like exercises. So using most of the big muscle groups and squats, lunges, planks, that kind of thing, at least twice a week. And then on top of that, they talk about things like getting seven to nine hours of sleep, limiting your, limiting your sedentary time to eight hours or less, limiting your screen time, and then breaking up kind of long series, like time periods um, of sitting or being sedentary as much as possible. So like totally doable totally doable in terms of achieving what the guide is suggesting. Like I said, you guys, physical activity is super important for public health and general health. Your challenge today is pretty simple. I want you to go for a walk. And if, you've, or if you're somebody that already walks, maybe add 10 minutes to that walk. 
do something to up your physical activity just a little bit and get yourself closer to that 150 minutes and then see how you feel. And then maybe try to do it again tomorrow and maybe make a habit of it. I know I've been going partly, um, because out of necessity, I've been going for a much longer walk right before bed. I always walk the dog. I walk her a few times a day, but she was waking me up for a while. So I decided I was going to hold that walk until right before bed. And I was going to go for a relatively long one because I wanted to make sure that she really, really came down to her having her bowel movement, if I'm being completely honest, <laughs> but I wanted to make sure she did that. Um, and then we both got a little exercise before bed and now I realized the reason she was waking me up was more about hearing things outside. And now that I have the air conditioning on, it's not an issue. Uh, but we still go for that walk every night because now it's become a habit and I love it. And so before bed, we get an hour walk and that's 60 minutes of physical activity right there because we do go at a reasonable pace. So you might be surprised with how much you enjoy this stuff until you do it. Or you might be surprised, right? Having not do, not being doing it. Wow. I can't speak right now. Guys, I forget how to speak English here, <laughs> but you might be surprised once you start doing it, how much you like it and how much you really, um, enjoy having it as part of your day. Physical activity guys. Good for you. Enjoy.